A fourth passenger from the coronavirus-stricken cruise ship in Japan passes away. 400 Filipinos from that cruise ship returning home today from Japan. They will be quarantined again upon arrival. And a Philippine lawmaker files another joint resolution seeking to extend ABS-CBN's franchise. Good afternoon. I'm Pramina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Welcome to the program. A fourth passenger from the Diamond Princess cruise ship docked in Japan dies from COVID-19. The ship with 3,700 passengers and crew has been stuck in Yokohama since February 3rd. More than 600 people on board have been infected with the new coronavirus, including 82 Filipinos. About 400 other Filipinos are being repatriated Tuesday and will be quarantined again once they return home. Yung alas 5 darating na 8.30, yung alas 7 darating ng 10.40. Siguraduhin na walang makakasamang may karamdaman at uh, yun ay dadalhin sa ospital kung meron man. So yung pinakauling palaan natin, tentative as a 469, hindi pa kasama rito yung airline crew at pilot. Pero ang pasahero natin, mga 450 na manggagaling sa MP Diamond Cruise. More COVID-19 cases emerging in South Korea, a country that has raised the infectious disease alert to its highest level. Seoul reported 60 new cases Tuesday, raising the total to 893. The death toll from the disease in South Korea stands at seven. The World Health Organization has expressed concerns over the rise in global cases, but says the outbreak should not be described as a pandemic. For the moment, we are not witnessing the uncontained global spread of this virus, and we are not witnessing large-scale severe disease or deaths. Does this virus have pandemic potential? Absolutely, it has. Are we there yet? From our assessment, not yet. Using the word pandemic now does not fit the facts, but it may certainly cause fear. This is not the time to focus on what word we use. That will not prevent a single infection today or save a single life today. This is a time for all countries, communities, families and individuals to focus on preparing. COVID-19 first emerged in the Chinese city of Wuhan late last year. It has now killed 2,663 in China. Confirmed cases there have also reached 77,658. But the National Health Commission says more than 25 make that 24,000 patients have also recovered and discharged from hospitals all across China. The U.S. and South Korea are considering scaling back joint drills due to the heightened concerns about COVID-19. The U.S. Defense Secretary and his South Korean counterpart are currently holding talks in Washington on the standoff with North Korea. But those talks have been overshadowed by the coronavirus outbreak gripping Seoul. Due to the coronavirus in Korea, the situation is quite serious. Because of that, currently the exercise and the Korean units are being curtailed, so they are not moving around. So we 
are working with General Abrams and General Park. We'll find out the situation and decide how we are going to conduct our exercises. For starters, with regards to the joint exercise, under any circumstances, using the variety of ways so that we will do our best to continue to strengthen our U.S.-ROK alliance and other Korean Peninsula's peace process will be continued. The U.S. has also advised its citizens to avoid all non-essential travel to South Korea because of COVID-19. Still in the U.S., the Trump administration is asking Congress for $2.5 billion to fight COVID-19. The White House says more than a billion dollars will be spent in developing a vaccine. The funds will also be used to buy equipment and supplies. The request comes as one of U.S. health official or as one U.S. health official warns the COVID-19 outbreak is nearing pandemic levels. Right now, clearly, there's a very serious situation in China, and you would say that there is a major epidemic in China. You use the word pandemic when you have a diffuse spread of these types of transmitted infections throughout the world. They have, you know, the authorities, WHO and others, don't like to use the word pandemic, but by the classical definition, we're really teetering very, very close to that because there are a number of countries outside of China that do have considerable number of cases and there is community spread in those cases. So if you're not calling it a pandemic now, I think we're almost on the brink of it being considered by many people as a pandemic. Philippine government officials are meeting this Wednesday to discuss a possible travel ban on South Korea as COVID-19 cases rise in Seoul. Secretary to the Cabinet, Carlo Nograles, says the interagency task force on the COVID-19 outbreak will discuss health considerations and the economic implications of a potential restriction. Do we impose a travel ban on South Korea or not? Or at what level or number of COVID-19 positives are we looking at for us to make a decision? To have a big dent on tourism, uh, granting that it's, like you said, number one, I think we have about 2 million uh, Korean tourists coming every year. Mm -hmm. uh, they share 24% of the market of international mm -hmm. tourists. South Korea currently has nearly 900 COVID-19 cases, but the Philippine embassy there says no Filipino has been infected so far. Patuloy pa rin na nagsusot ng mga masks ang mga Pilipino at umiiwas po sa mga malaking gatherings or crowds. Patuloy po ang Philippine embassy nakikipag-ugnayan sa mga Filipino community leaders para po kung meron man ang mga ilangan ng tulong ng embassy ay handa po ang Philippine Embassy na magbigay ng tulong na yan, lalo na at kung merong simptomas. Italy on edge as a death toll from COVID-19 there climbs to six. Iran also reporting a spike in cases and the infections have reached some of Tehran's neighbors. Here's the full story. Outbreaks of the coronavirus outside of Asia are continuing to grow leading to more deaths, particularly in Italy and the Middle East. Italian authorities on Monday reported at least six fatalities from the virus. 
and about a dozen small towns near Milan have been put into effective quarantine. All of the dead there were elderly persons known to have severe previous health issues. Infected victims with such problems are known to be particularly at risk. Venice's famed annual carnival has been cut short. A number of top division Italian soccer matches were postponed on Sunday, including Inter Milan's fixture at home to Sampdoria. With over 200 cases, Italy has the highest concentration of the virus in Europe. Meanwhile, in the Middle East, an outbreak in Iran seems to be spreading to its neighbours. There have been at least 12 people killed in that country from the disease and dozens more infected, according to Iranian authorities. Nearby Iraq reported its first known case on Monday in an Iranian student who travelled there for religious studies. Kuwait and Bahrain announced their first cases as well, all people who'd recently been in Iran. Part of the Iraqi-Kuwaiti border has been closed. The UAE, a major travel hub for the region, has reported over a dozen cases, including among Iranian tourists. On to the ABS Seaband franchise issue. The media giant thanks the Philippine Senate for the opportunity to air its side. ABS Seaband says Monday's Senate hearing showed the network has not been cited for any violation. It adds, like other companies, it is pending labor issues and other matters related to the regular course of doing business. But ABS Seaband says it believes in due process and will comply with decisions made by proper authorities. The network also says it continues to trust the legal processes and fairness in the hearings for its franchise renewal. ABS Seaband is the parent firm of this news channel. Well, for Philippine House Speaker Alan Peter Cayetano, Monday's Senate hearing on ABS-C Band's franchise was unconstitutional. He claims the probe lacks clarity on issues the chamber wanted to take up. Cayetano also vowed a better inquiry at the House of Representatives. Bakit nag-hearing ang Senate? Anong purpose? Parang nag-a-attendance eh, sa ABS, hello, I'm here, I'm for you. Di ba? Kasi sabi nila, it's not for the franchise. Kasi hindi pa sila pwede maghiring sa franchise. Nandito pa. So what's it for? I can promise you sa house, mas uh, organized yung hearing, mas malinaw yung issues bago pa mag-start ang hearing, at lahat yung pro and con, management, employees, and viewers will be given at an opportunity to be heard. On Monday, the House Committee on Legislative Franchises approved three franchises but did not tackle ABS-CBNs. Instead, it opened the period for the submission of position papers so they can study the matter. The committee says there will be no hearings on ABS-CBN before Congress goes on Lenten break. In other news, detained Philippine Senator Laila de Lima has submitted to the U.S. State Department the list of names of her so-called persecutors for inclusion in an entry ban to the U.S. The senator coursed her submission through the U.S. Embassy here in Manila around the second week of January this year. The U.S. had imposed sanctions on Philippine government officials behind de Lima's imprisonment as it applied the Global Magnitsky Act, which bans human rights violators from entering American soil. The sanctions extend to their immediate family members. De Lima says she justified the inclusion of every single name on her list, although she clarifies it's only recommendatory. The senator has been detained for three years now over drug-related charges. As the Philippines celebrates the 31st, make the 34th anniversary of the People Power Movement, 
or the EDSA revolution. President Duterte calls on Filipinos to rise above petty political differences to ensure that the legacy of the bloodless uprising remains relevant. Duterte also says he hopes future generations will have the courage and the determination to protect and to preserve the liberties won through the historic event. Various government agencies hosted a simple but solemn commemoration at the People Power Monument Tuesday morning. The event saw a smaller crowd this year due to or due in part to the coronavirus scare. Tung tatlumput apat na taon na yan ay malaking bahagi ng ating kalaban, ating karunungan. Hindi na nawaaring iatras at ibalik yung tinatawag nilang diktadurya. We just have to continue being vigilant and to be able to not only preserve but to, to progress this uh, pursuit for the true essence of democracy. Democracy is when we free everybody from poverty and that's the real challenge. The Philippine Historical Commission says it will be staging a grander celebration for the 35th anniversary next year. Moving on, more jobs at stake at the Honda car factory in the Philippine province of Laguna. As Bruce Rodriguez tells us, the car maker will push through with its plan to close the facility despite appeals from the Philippine government. Over 200 assembly line workers of Honda Cars Philippines insist on being holed up inside their company premises as they continue to plead management to rethink its plans to withdraw local manufacturing operations. The Philippine unit of Tokyo-based Honda Motors explains this is part of a global effort to reduce costs as demand for vehicles take a hit due to factors like the U.S.-China trade war as well as lingering concerns over the novel coronavirus. In fact, the company's spokesperson says they only produced 600 units a month in 2019 or around 8,000 units for the whole year. Christopher Olikino, one of the workers who stand to lose their job, says they hope the company would reconsider its decision as their families rely on Honda for their livelihood. He's been with Honda Philippines for over 25 years. Olikino's labor union also asserts, aside from them, workers of the over 50 local suppliers of Honda might also be affected by the pullout. Amid the economic impact, the departments of labor and trade met with officials of Honda to try and convince them to stay in the Philippines. But the discussions proved unfruitful, as Trade Secretary Ramon Lopez says Honda's decision can't be changed as it came from the company's global headquarters in Tokyo. He also clarifies this exit does not necessarily mean Honda's sentiment over the Philippines has diminished. In fact, Lopez says the group is still expanding its local motorcycle assembly business amid bright prospects for the local sector. It's not connected with the Philippines or the politics or government at all. Uh, but it's really on ano yung segment na As for the Labor Department, Secretary Sylvester Bello says they did their best to at least bargain better termination benefits for the employees. Honda Cars Philippines also assuring its workers the termination packages they will offer are more than what the law provides. Aside from Honda, the 700 employees of the Philippine Research and Development Unit of Nokia also stand to lose their jobs by next month. 
American bank Wells Fargo also transferring its IT and business operations to India from the Philippines, where around 700 jobs are also on the line. Bruce Rodriguez, ABS-CBN News. And that's today's online edition of Dateline Philippines. Thanks for joining us. I'm Carmina Constantino. Don't forget to like and share this video and leave your comments below.